Hey, hey, welcome to the Swine Time Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Swinehart. It's Friday and we're back again doing the weekly podcast. Uh, currently on the way to the Grand Canyon. Yes, sir, I'm on the way to the Grand Canyon with my friend Ishmael Lotz. Woohoo! Yes, sir. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey, there's Ishmael. You guys all know Ishmael. This is his third time on the Swine Time Podcast. And uh, we are um, getting ready to... Uh, go to the Grand Canyon. As you guys might know, Ishmael is from the Netherlands, so uh, they don't have the Grand Canyon in the Netherlands. Uh, that is a thing that is only in America, the Grand Canyon. Only America has the Grand Canyon. Yeah, we have the Utrechtse Heuvelrug. Exactly. I, I haven't been there yet. I think that's funny for Dutch people who are listening. You're Dutch fans, Brian. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> that's a that's a, a tourist attraction I haven't uh, quite heard of yet. But <laughs> I think the Grand Canyon is more grand. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, so so uh, we're driving, and we still got another uh, 260 something miles to go. Oh my. Oh, and uh, you know, in a long road trip, you get to talking about different topics. And uh, we got on a roll here with something, and uh, we said, okay, it's time for the podcast. Um, as a lot of you guys might know, um, Michael Jackson, there was a big documentary on uh, Michael Jackson. And uh, I personally, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard rumors, okay? And, uh, and, uh, and Ishmael it just came out in the Netherlands. I mean, he's here now, but he hasn't seen it yet, but his, his girlfriend... Uh, has been messaging about what's going on with it and we got onto Twitter as we were driving and we're reading different people's um, remarks and uh, whatnot on it and um, so with uh, with the with the whole thing that's going on now is that the, the two guys that originally said that Michael Jackson uh, didn't molest him are now saying he did molest him and he's and he's uh, you know Mike's dead now so it's you know, no hard to say and there's a lot of shit going on. Like, I need to watch the documentary, but I can say, even without watching the documentary, I'm sitting here giving some opinions. And uh, what, what I was telling Ishmael right now is that I think the kids' parents, these parents are, are, either way you look at it, these kids did not have good parents, right? Because if, if Michael, because they brought him over to see Michael Jackson, me, I think the whole shit's weird. Okay, I, 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 a grown man wanting to hang out with kids and shit, you know. I mean, I coach wrestling, but as soon as practice is over, I'm like, get these kids the hell away from me, okay? Go go be your parent, <laughs> okay? But uh, um, with, the, with the moms bringing the kids to see Michael Jackson, okay, the, there's no way that you can look at this and think these moms are good moms. Either they, they, they let their kid get molested or they raised a liar. Either way, you know, and... Uh, so that that's how I see it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more on this topic. I'm a little more uh, more uh, kind of neutral because I mean, I, li- I liked Michael Jackson's uh, songs as far as uh, I like that song "Man on the Mirror" and uh, "Man in the Mirror" and the Free Willy song. And but I would wasn't really a fan that would go and um, you know buy his albums or anything like that. I wasn't really uh, into Mike that much. Uh, I liked. Uh, ACDC and Tom Petty. I still listen to the same shit I listened to in high school, which was kind of rock and uh, country. So, uh, but I did, I did really think, man, I, I mean, the guy had one heck of a great voice. But um, you know, as far as I, I know, I don't, you know, I don't know what his demons were. If those were his demons, I mean, I just, uh, I've always thought it was weird to be 
uh, hanging out with kids the way he did. But um, Ishmael, I'm going to let you chirp in here now because I know that uh, you um, uh, know a lot about Mike and uh, follow him and just how how this whole thing affects uh, you and your thoughts. Well, what I think is it's it's very disturbing all the stories that I that I hear about it, and it's and it's. Uh, um, but what what concerns me the most is that uh, people don't uh, uh, investigate themselves. I mean, the the what I hear about the film is that it's uh, only having the stories of do, those two men and uh, the documentary. I, I haven't seen it yet, but it worries me that um, that I what I see on Twitter, on Facebook, and on the, uh, social media in general is that it's really dividing. I mean, you, I mean you're, if you have seen the documentary, a lot of people go and have their uh, uh, like opinion, like he did this. This is hap this is very. I just read someone uh, writing on Facebook. It's very believable, very believable. I can't listen to his music anymore, and so that's. I mean, he's he became um, guilty uh, of all of these facts, while there are a lot of facts that are. Um, uh, I mean, he was on a on a very heavy uh, investigation for ten more years, ten plus years by the FBI, and they never find anything on him. Otherwise, he would have. I, I mean, he would have been found guilty in two thousand four or five. Where was this? Um, so I, it worries me a lot that that people um, uh, don't check the facts themselves uh, and. Uh, just by seeing this film, uh, Michael is is uh, is uh, is not done anymore. I mean, the, the radio stations—not all of them, but a lot of radio, radio stations—don't play his music anymore. And I think, uh, yeah, it, it, it worries me a lot. I mean, I, 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 I'm a fan of his uh, uh, work. Uh, I, I've I've seen him live. Uh, I've, I've been to a few concerts and. Uh, I always appreciate what he what he made. I, I think he's the greatest artist ever, um, uh, the greatest entertainer uh, entertainer that was alive. Um, uh, but it uh, it worries me more that uh, that I see uh, uh, people getting very divided by this. There's a lot of that already going on in the world. Yeah. So. I think uh, Ishmael likes pretty like it seems like it kind of this itch pretty big because uh, today you're just kind of reading all these things and um, so I, w I was comparing it to um, uh, a couple of different things that are going on as far as like you know how, how do you start believing uh, who do you believe and what you believe like you know I, I'm still kind of fired up over those uh, that Jesse Smollett you know uh, lying about uh, getting beat up when you know anybody who read that news article could have said come on dude but yet the news went out and said that they took his side right away and just after reading that I'm like who who would have I knew from I knew it was fake so why did these real journalists know that shit was fake and then uh and also the way Ishmael was kind of riled up that's how I was riled up when those uh kids uh from Covington Kentucky uh went to Washington DC and uh were getting yelled at and attacked by those adults and then they um, uh, blamed the whole situation on the kids when the two and a half hour video showed it wasn't the kids uh, uh, instigating it at all but the news went on to to report that it was and I was 
uh, fired up, like just furious for several uh, weeks about that. I can't say I'm still not, when I talk about it, I still get kid fired. <laughs> I'm fired up right now. It's been six weeks since Watch that happened. Watch the road, Brian. Okay, the road. So, sorry, I'm driving. Okay. So, um, so uh, if, the, if this podcast sounds bumpy, it's because it is bumpy. The roads are bumpy. Um, and so, so it's just an interesting uh, uh, thing, the way that these things do they divide us and it's like it's 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 really because i can already tell this michael i'm excited to watch the documentary because i can already tell this michael jackson thing's not going to die off uh, anytime real soon i mean although he did but it's like uh you know it's like not gonna be like over like uh like too quick and there's all these divisive things and once again it's the social it's social media that i think is really getting in the middle and toying because you you reading Ishmael was reading some of these Twitter comments and people are going back and forth and it's like people just don't talk to each other like that in, in real life no. you know you, you have some kind of class but you lose and I'm guilty of this myself losing it when you're on, on social media because there is nobody there there is no repercussions you can say whatever you want on Twitter and not get punched in the face right um, and uh, that's why uh, you know uh, it's the, the real world's different and uh, you know I'm still I gotta say man I'm still yeah that guy's driving not very well there's a semi trucker uh, just swerving every which way so I'm he's hitting the gas he's podcasting himself yeah <laughs> he's doing a podcast too <laughs> he's podcasting himself <laughs> he's podcasting <laughs> so um so yeah so that's all the I mean, it's exciting, man. It's it's like really messed up everything that's going on. But we're like in a we're in a time period that's really going to be remembered in the in the in the in the future and whatnot. And uh, you know, I don't know. Twenty third, twenty. Well, we only got according to a lot of these po uh, politicians, we only got twelve years to live anyway. So uh, uh, you know, let's see what happens. But um, but yeah, man. So yes, that's so as a as a big. Uh, as a big fan of uh, of of Mike, what do you think? You think that they will still? Um, I mean, I guess YouTube will probably keep him on, right? At least YouTube, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's got to be that's got to be tough, man. When you really, uh, I mean, I can kind of relate, dude, because um, you know I've always liked Bill Cosby, you know. And, oh, uh, me too. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. So that was like, and that was really out of the blue, right? Because you grew up watching Cos, and uh, you know he had. Who that. would have thought Dr. Huxtable turned out to be such a monster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that, you know. And then you started. I kind of once I started doing comedy, I kind of started, you know, hearing those things and everything. But it wasn't until then we was like, wow, dude. So it's it's interesting that all these greats get get brought down and. Um, also, it's been a kind of busy week in the news, too. Um, R.I.P. King Kong Bundy. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about King Kong Bundy, but I really uh, I really liked King Kong Bundy a lot. I, uh, King Kong Bundy, I'll tell you about King Kong Bundy, is um, King Kong Bundy. Uh, <laughs> King Kong Bundy. <laughs> yeah. Who is King Kong Bundy? So, so King Kong Bundy was a professional wrestler. Um, now, I used to watch professional wrestling with my dad. And um, I, on Saturday nights, they had Saturday night's main event. And sometimes Saturday night's main event would be um, in place of Saturday Night Live. And I'll tell you what, Saturday night's main event is better than Saturday Night Live, and it's much more funny. 
and uh, Saturday night's main event was professional wrestling and I was maybe six seven eight years old I don't remember I was young barely you know going to school six seven eight years old whatever and my dad would wake me up at night on Saturdays to watch Saturday night's main event and on this particular night Hulk Hogan was fighting the magnificent Morocco and Hulk Hogan was my hero he said say your prayers eat your vitamins and listen to your parents so Hogan was fighting Morocco and then uh, King Kong, Bobby the Brain Heaton was Morocco's manager and then King Kong Bundy comes in and interrupts the match King Kong Bundy weighed 400 pounds and just he had fat muscle he was fat but it was muscle okay and uh, and Magnificent Morocco held Hogan down and King Kong Bundy gave Hogan the avalanche the avalanche is where you run as fast as you can you jump up in the air and avalanche your opponent just smash him into the turnbuckle and then onto the mat and he, and he hurt Hogan so bad that they had to carry Hogan out in an ambulance on a stretcher into an ambulance. I'm five, six, seven years old at the time, and I got to go to bed knowing that my hero is being taken off in an ambulance, and I'm crying. And my dad said, "Don't worry, he'll be okay. He'll be back next week to wrestle." <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yes, King Kong Bundy died this week at age 61. Another great legend of wrestling. He should definitely be in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. I don't know why he's not already there, but he was only... Oh, but then he wrestled in WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 2. Maybe it was WrestleMania 3 against Hogan. And Hogan beat Bundy so bad, Bundy was bleeding everywhere just i remember that match like it was yesterday just an epic day just an epic sports entertainment event uh pro wrestling so um r.i.p king kong bundy you were something else and uh he was really awesome and he was a great bad guy and that's what you need in life it's uh great bad guys to bring out the good guys like hogan was back then and uh, talking about, uh, you know, Michael Jackson and, and everything he went through, man. Hulk Hogan, damn, man. I watched a documentary on him. Woo! He had, I mean, he had some real ups and downs himself, you know. And um, his wife pretty much took everything from him. And, uh, you know, I like this, uh, that joke by Bill Burr when he talks about uh, Kobe Bryant's wife. He says, man, she took half his money and never made a layup. And it's like... That's the same thing about Hogan is uh, his wife never body slammed anybody or got body slammed and uh, cleaned him out of everything. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. So that's hey, and what about Louis C.K., Brian? Have you, uh, I, 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 he um, ha has a new set. Have you heard uh, his new set? It got leaked on uh, YouTube also. Yeah, I um I heard uh, some of it. I was listening to some of it uh, one one night when I before I went to went to sleep, and uh, he had a, a joke I thought was pretty good, where he asked the crowd had, had, if they'd have ever lost five million dollars in a, in, a, in a year, thirty five million, 30, even. Oh, yeah, yeah, thirty five million yeah. in a year, and then um, somewhere along the line, and I listened to it one night before I went to bed, and it sounded pretty all you know all good, regular, you know, kind of. You know, I was interested to hear what he would be, how he'd be talking about everything, 
And uh, then apparently there was some joke on there that got him into some kind of uh, feud. Somebody was complaining about something that was kind of hot on the news for a day. Yeah, shooting, mass shooting of the uh, in the school, I think. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's always kind of pushed uh, pushed the envelope on stuff like that. So um, I couldn't. I think I heard the joke, but I didn't really. It didn't really stop me at the time. It wasn't anything that was like. But. No, me neither. But you can find. I mean, if you if you uh, you you can find uh, uh, anything. I mean, anything that he says can be offensive to anyone. I mean, there's there's a lot of lot of stuff that people can be offended by because it's now said by Louis C.K. Yes. with the history that he has now. Yes, he got said. Yeah, he's gonna have to kind of tread a little more carefully, I guess, with. Uh, because and he's not very careful in his, in the, in this. You know set. what? He should just stay uncareful because yeah. his people who follow him will keep following him. You know, and uh, because after all that happened, I thought, man, I can't wait to see what his special special is like the next thing, like how what he's going to say about it. Yeah, you know, because um, he does always uh, talk about his uh, his life. So that's yeah, that's good. Was you know, I, I don't want to get on into that too much because uh, I'm in the biz you know but I think you're in the biz yeah I'm yeah. in the biz but uh, I think that it's um, you know it's good that he's back on his thing we're, and, we're, we're a bit a bit on the edge of, of me asking you about Louis <laughs> huh? is this uh, is this uh, not uh, no it's not, good it's yeah? good it's the okay. topics that should be talked about I just so we don't have to edit this podcast no we're though. not gonna edit it no <laughs> we don't need to edit it <laughs> yeah we don't need to edit it yeah so um so yeah, because I always, man, I used to, I remember one time I saw Louie uh, at the improv, and uh, I was kind of just starting off, and um, I I loved his set, he did something about his wife and the uh, uh, washing machine or the dishwasher, and I just thought, man, that was, that was such a great bit, and uh, so it's going to be cool to see what... Are interesting at least to see what happens next with him and how uh, yeah. how things go and because that uh, Me Too movement was just such a whirlwind of it's like every so often there's like these whirlwinds of different things right because now it's like R Kelly and Michael Jackson now you know like have you seen the R Kelly interview on TV or that he exploded and oh and, I saw that I'm fighting for my life man I'm fighting for my life <laughs> I did see that oh, yes. oh yeah man. Yeah, so it's, uh, you gotta be careful about uh, getting to the top, I guess, because that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, um, there are a lot of dirtbags out there. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, and, and, yeah. and now this Warner guy, the, the, the CEO of Warner. Warner Brothers? Yeah. Oh, what he do? The, the main guy, he was also, he was, he abused also uh, people, I don't know. I haven't heard about that. So uh, I, I didn't dive into it, but that—that's what I heard. Okay. See, with Harvey Weinstein, I'm gonna tell you guys. I might have said this on another podcast before, but uh, you know, I, I, working as an extra, I heard about Harvey Weinstein. So how are these celebrities gonna tell me they didn't hear about what he was up to? I, I'm not buying that. You know, I'm sitting there in the background holding, as they call it, eating uh, breakfast burritos, knowing that Harvey he'd be using his. Uh, <laughs> his uh producer credit to try and get young chicks yeah and then all these celebrities oh i knew him but i didn't know that how did you not know that 
Yeah. Uh, I'm the lowest guy well, on the set, and I knew about it. Come Kourt on. Courtney Love had a good warning at some award show. Like, if Harvey Weinstein invites you to his hotel room, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> After she's being asked if she has a tip to get uh, into Hollywood, then that's the tip she gives. And that was before all this happened. Yeah, yeah, 2012 or something. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. So we, uh, we're doing. Um, we just did um, a little bit of uh, behind the scenes of the last that road closes in here. Okay, so probably let him in. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I gotta let the 18 wheeler in. I mean, I guess he doesn't respect the fact I'm doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> on the 40 freeway, uh, so he's just pushing himself in. And, uh, that's the tough thing about driving, right, guys? You can't. You there's. It's kind of like in life. The bigger person, you know, the big guy gets what he wants. Oh, yeah. The big truck gets what he wants. You know, the Prius. You ain't got much of a chance unless you can just um, beat him in distance. <laughs> you know, that's a, you got to just make it all a marathon. Mm -hmm. I like that movie. Steven Spielberg's first movie was that movie about the um, guy who was driving. The truck, yeah. The truck. Uh, what's the name of the movie? Um, yes, and the truck's like falling. It was like an hour and a half, the truck is following him. Yeah. I mean, that's a good that's a good story for a Prius. Because you know the Prius is going to win that one. Yeah. Eventually. Just wear him down. You know, uh, with, uh, with the gas. Yeah, it's really nice out here right now. These uh, beautiful. Yeah, so we're gonna be hiking. We're gonna do a big hike tomorrow, and uh, then after that, on Monday, I'm going to Ohio and getting ready for my wrestling tournament on March 30th. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Are you going to do podcast around that, uh, Brian? Yes, I'm gonna be doing. I think we'll get Coach Dehart on again. He was. Uh, he was uh, pretty well liked the last time I did a podcast with him, Coach D Hart. I'm going to be seeing him, hanging out with him, and I'll be staying at my mom's house, getting ready. And on uh, March 23rd, I'll be at uh, the Eagles in Covington, Ohio. That is the biggest bar in our town, and I'm going to put on a show, and that will be on March 23rd. And then on March 30th is the wrestling tournament, and then on April. 4th through 7th is the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge where I'm going to write another film for Scooby. So that's very exciting as well. Cool. Yes, that's very exciting. And uh, we did the Brea Improv on Tuesday night and Ish Ishmael came with, with me and we got some uh, footage of the show and some of the behind the scenes. Pretty pretty cool stuff we shot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing to me to see the the hustle and the and the, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for the hustle and that uh, you have to be on it uh, with everything. Brian told me that he he handed out the flyers. Uh, can I tell the people yeah, this? Yeah, Like uh, uh, the cost to make the flyer, you have to buy the flyers yourself. I, you have to make them. And, and buy them and then spend two days around the, that area where the where the club is where the comedy club is to hand them out and like five thousand flyers how many flyers yeah, did you have? Five? I did five thousand flyers in two days and then you days. only had like ten left or something or, or twenty I don't know well yeah I had so I I did five I had five thousand flyers but I saved about uh, 
10 to 20 flyers so on the day of the show I would walk around near where the show is to get some people who were walking around the kind of uh, mall area yeah and give them to them to get and it worked I got a couple of people last minute great yeah yeah, yeah. that guy Piam came and um, so yeah so Ishmael got to see the hustle because um, and I'm, I'm really glad and grateful that he was there to kind of capture all that because I think that that's part of the business that uh, people probably don't even think no. about you know and and for me you know it's like yeah I got to get people to the show and I figured out man by the time uh, you know you don't by the time I put in all those hours so I would drive to Brea and I spent uh, Thursday and Friday at Brea just promoting passing out top flyers going to every store and talking to as many people as possible and um, and then I had to show, and uh, I figured after my after my actual profit on the show, it came out to be about six dollars an hour. You know, uh, my profit was 150 after I paid uh, the comics and paid for my flyers. And um, so, but it's um, building something out there in Brea. And actually, I, I think eventually I'll probably do a once a month show out there in Brea because I'm starting to see a somewhat of a of a base of uh people coming back to my shows and stuff like that so that'll be pretty cool i'm looking forward to edit the whole thing also i i, I, um, I mean it's it's uh it's worthwhile to take a look on, on brian like the behind the scenes of brian's uh life as a comedian before the set before what brian does in the in the in the green room you're checking your notes and and uh you're you're uh, you're all about it, and, but you also worry a little bit. How many people are there? I mean, there are a lot of things that can go wrong or or can be successful, depending on a lot of things. And uh, I think it's it's fun for people to see that. It's interesting. Yeah. I find it very interesting. Thanks for having me, Brian. Yeah, no, I think I, yeah, I do think it's an interesting thing. I mean, the green room and the thing, and even the, like then after the show, you're selling shirts. And yeah, talking to the people after the shows, which. Is, that's I really love doing that. And, uh, My friend is very into you, but she's very shy. <laughs> but you touch her elbow, so you have a thing going there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, Can I give her your num her number, and you call her? I know where you live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lady friend, a friend of a, a shy lady outside. Yeah, after the show, yeah, this, this lady said that. And, uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was fun. That was funny, and, uh, and yeah, that was really good. I'm no, I'm, I can't. I'm excited to see that uh, as well. And and the show went pretty good. You know, I'm always. That's one thing I learned about myself actually from doing the, the video is how hard I am on myself. You know, I really. Uh, well, the way I saw you, you're hard on yourself the, the whole time, Brian. Yes. You're, you're like, oh shit, damn, dang, you, I should have done do this or uh, should have done that or yeah. and I think well you what well, maybe but you had a good show you had a good 43 minutes yeah uh, and and why bang yourself up uh, about the, not filling it up maybe the last two with with doing a video I mean yeah uh, that's shenanigans comparing to the great show that you did yeah I, I forgot to do my swine time video at the end so I was kind of upset I was upset about that I just kind of forgot that it hit. Yeah, I did a 43-minute set instead of a 45-minute set. So That's kind of ridiculous now that I think about it. But, um, you know, you just really want to get your... Yeah, 
yeah, you just really want to build your, your material and everything. So it's, yeah, I can see how I do take myself a little, uh, a little, a little rough on myself, which probably does not the, help me at, at the, the same, same time. time. At the same time, at the same time, you're pushing yourself also, so it's, yeah. it's pushing your, your yourself to a next level. So I, I get why why you're doing it. Yeah, I, mean, I have the same with filmmaking. I mean, every time I think, oh man, if I if I put the camera over there, then we, then we had that that scene would, would have been perfect instead yeah. of really good or whatever. Yes, <laughs> totally. I, 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 I a thousand percent understand that. So that'll be uh, that's. So then we're we're gonna bring. We we, we originally kind of wanted to film uh, with the camera out here, but we were like, man, we won't be able to carry a camera around uh, the uh, Grand Canyon because we're going on like a like a like a what ten mile hike or something yeah. like that. We're yeah. gonna do a ten mile hike. So, uh, but we're gonna try to get some good uh, videos for you guys to see as well here at Grand Canyon of the hike and then um, we're working on getting Ishmael to uh, Ohio to film the wrestling tournament cool and yeah. uh, it's like this has been dude this, re this preparing for this wrestling tournament like I'm every night of the week I mean like it's really it's kind of taken over my life man it's become like my own personal movie and uh, you know to myself like it's my own like when I'm at these practices like yesterday just this I was wrestling this dude who weighed about 225 pounds and he's 25 and was just killing me dude just killing me and but I kept getting back up get take down get back up and I was like okay man I I respect myself for that and uh and that was like in a movie in, in, in every good movie there's a scene where the guy is just getting his ass beat you know or he's looking like a total failure you know, and I was like, okay, these, this is the scene of, of that for this uh, wrestling tournament. Now, of course, I got to win a match to make it all worth it. But <laughs> so, so um, and I'll be making video of that. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, <laughs> I, I can already tell you that this wrestling match is going to get way more views than my fucking stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. Well, the combination of it, Brian, is also uh, yeah. That's a that's a niche. I mean, that's a, yeah. It's definitely a niche. Wrestling a wrestler, comedian, comedian who wrestles. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. Let's find a title in that. Man, if if only I were like big and tough, like a pro wrestler, man, I would have been I would have been awesome because I could have like talked mad trash on the mic. Oh yeah. You know, I would have been great at that. And that's what I, that's what kind of always, when I was a kid, like I said, I was always watching pro wrestling, and so, and I gotta admit, I still do watch pro wrestling, not as much as I used to, but uh, when I can see it on, I, I get interested. I don't know what it is about that, but man, it just, that escape, and I love watching pro wrestling documentaries about pro wrestlers, you know, so, I liked uh, that one about Jake the Snake Roberts, that was awesome. So he was this great wrestler, and then he got on drugs, and his daughter, and then he became like, it's kind of like that movie, The Wrestler, you know, Jake the Snake's life. And Jake the Snake is actually doing stand-up comedy. Well, he doesn't really do stand-up comedy, but he, well, he performs at the comedy clubs, and he tells stories of his, of his life, and of course he packs them in. So, it's pretty cool. So yeah, ish. So what else you got? You just made a cool little video as well, right? 
I made a video for a client. Client, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a, it, but it feels like a short movie. It's uh, hilarious. Short, uh, yeah. It, it's uh, thanks, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Ishmael comes. He's he's got an invitation to a big event, and he comes to Hollywood thinking that the event is in Hollywood. Yeah. And then as he's looking around to find the place where it is. Uh, Wasim, a friend of ours, was playing a role, and he says, "Hey, man, are you lost?" He's like, "I'm trying to find this place." And then Wasim basically tells, tells him, "No, that's not here in America. That's in the Netherlands. That's in Groningen, man. What are you doing here in Hollywood?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at the end of the of the short, uh, so you you get the invitation of the convention, and Wasim goes like, "Do you know you're in Hollywood? You're in this is in a totally different country, man." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Oh man! Well, cool, man. That's a fun uh, podcast. You got anything else you want to get off? No, I, I like these kind of podcasts. Uh, I mean, uh, when when you were in the car with Nick, and uh, probably I, I don't know if you had other guests in the car on your podcast, Thanks, but it feels Nick. like you're traveling with you and and your friends. So hopefully, people yeah got the same feeling with this. I mean, you we covered a lot, eh? Michael Jackson and yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have to name all, all of these people again, but... Yeah, a uh, couple of... A lot of the things... There's the a lot going on in this podcast. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a <laughs> lot going on in the world. Well, th things... There's, like, more going on in the world because we're just... Everything is in our face all the time now. Yeah. That's why I've been trying, dude. I've been feeling better when I delete my Instagram and Facebook off my phone. And then I just reopen it when I want to put up a post or whatever. But, man, when I was, like, posting like crazy and this and that, man, I just get into to wars with people and just... Uh, making my making my days not as uh, good or productive. I even notice how my productivity goes down. Right? Yeah. You just well, I'm writing, but I'm just taking a couple minutes to look at something. And then uh, another hour. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Gone. Yeah. And you got you got nothing. What's he doing? Yeah. So some guys uh, driving across to, uh, to switch uh, from going one direction to the other direction through the uh, desert. Through the desert. Yeah. Well, if he gets a flat tire, <laughs> I'm not helping him. <laughs> so yeah, we're on the desert, folks, and uh, we're glad that you came with uh, Ishmael and I for this uh, ride today on our podcast. I think uh, I don't know what number of podcasts we've done, but uh, we're getting there, and um, you know we're gonna start making. I keep promising I'm gonna get better at making videos as well for podcasts, but uh, I'll figure out a way to to get more uh, productive with that as well. But uh, until next time. What time is it? Swine time. It's swine time. <laughs>